Welcome to Sacred Ordinary Days. I'm Kayla Craig, your guide for six weeks of intentional communal prayer with the Sacred Ordinary Days community. We hope that this time of prayer, of getting away in whatever your ordinary chaos is, is fruitful to you in whatever ways you need it most as we walk together to become more holy human, more fully faithful. This is our fourth week of praying. We have already prayed for the overwhelm, for the exhaustion, for the loneliness that we feel in different times and seasons and situations of our lives. Today, we're praying for the fear that we feel in our world, in our countries, in our communities, and in our homes. When my four-year-old son has a scary dream, he finds his way to my bed. I hear his pitter-pattering feet bound down the hall and enter my room, climbing over the dog and into the covers, squishing his matted curls and rosy cheeks onto my pillow. I wake up just enough to wrap my arms around his soft body, to feel his heartbeat pounding outside of his superhero pajamas. There was a monster, he whispers, and we lie there face to face as his heart rate starts to slow and his eyelids get heavy. The nightmares and the monsters under his bed feel a little less big in the arms of a parent and the comfort of a protector. When it comes to fear, I have a lot to learn from my son. He names what scares him and brings those fears to someone who can help. What if I was self-aware enough to know what fear I've been holding close to my chest, clutching like a blanket in a bad dream? Naming our fears does not make us weak. It makes us brave. What if I, what if you were able to give every fear to God, the God who welcomes us with the loving arms of a parent? Throughout scripture, we're reminded of both the comforting paternal and maternal nature of our maker. Look, I don't need to tell you, we are living in turbulent times. A quick scroll on Twitter gives me plenty to be scared of. And honestly, sometimes that fear is warranted. But how do we discern when our fear is our God-given intuition protecting us? And how do we discern when it's a lie? taking root in our hearts, wrapping around us like a weed to prevent us from walking the path of love God intends for us. I was honored to contribute a couple litanies, which are communal prayers, to a book called Rally, Communal Prayers for Lovers of Jesus 
and justice. And as I was flipping through, there's uh, so many contributors. Um, This part in the book from Presbyterian pastor Bruce Reyes Chow stood out to me, and I want to share it with you. In today's political climate, the ease in which messages of fear can infiltrate our world is unlike at any other time in history. Fear-mongering is obviously not a new thing, but the sophisticated and insidious ways in which technology and social media are used to spread falsehoods of fear demand that we be even more diligent in discerning if the messages sent are helping us grow into God's intentions and love or are pulling us away from God and who we are supposed to be in the world. I encourage you now to just sit with those words. Sit with those questions of, are the messages that I am receiving helping me grow into God's intentions and love? Or is the messaging pulling me away from God and who I'm supposed to be in the world? I wonder what that might look like in your life. Along with these audio episodes, we have been sending six weeks of kind of a care package from our Sacred Ordinary Days team to you as you pray and as we pray together. And if you receive those, you have already seen the litany that Bruce wrote in the rally. We've included it in the email. And I just encourage you to pray that. Pray that with somebody you know. Pray that alone. But it's just been a beautiful prayer in my own life. And I hope it's fruitful for you as well. And now I'm going to ask you to enter into a time of prayer, whether you're washing the dishes, going on a walk, driving, or just sitting, whatever it is you find yourself doing, I just ask you to pray right now as we pray for the fearful. Oh God, who casts out fear with perfect love, we come to you with open hands, for we have been afraid. And like children after a bad dream, we cry out to you, to make it better. We ask for your help in naming our fears for what they are. Free us from anxieties that whisper we must have more. More control, more power, more things, more prestige. Free us from fears that grow, from lies that rise up from the fertile soil of scarcity. Help us fight the temptation to let fear have the final word, but also help us pay attention to the times our fear is telling us something important. And when our fear does flood our minds and hearts, help us be strong enough to be vulnerable and bold enough to ask for help, O Lord. Help us to not let fear stand in our way, 
or stop us from walking the path of brave love you've set out for us. Love of you, O Lord, and love of neighbor and love of self. Illuminate our paths so that we may walk in the newness of life, unburdened and unencumbered by the fears that so easily entrap us. Amen. And now some scripture as we meditate and welcome God into this space. In 1 John 4, 18 through 19, we see this. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made in perfect love. We love because he first loved us. And I always like to read multiple translations and I want to share how the message paraphrase uses 1 John 4, 18 through 19. God is love. When we take up permanent residence in a life of love, we live in God and God lives in us. This way, love has the run of the house, becomes at home and mature in us so that we're free of worry on judgment day. Our standing in the world is identical with Christ. There is no room in love for fear. Well-formed love banishes fear. Since fear is crippling, a fearful life, fear of death, fear of judgment, is one not yet fully formed in love. We, though, are going to love. Love and be loved. First we were loved, and now we love. He loved us first. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And now, just a couple questions for your reflection. Journal it out. Think about it on a walk. Or just use this time right now. What is one fear you have been holding on to this week? What might naming that fear have to teach you? That's it for today. I just want to remind you that we are sending out these six weeks of prayer emails directly to your inbox. They're chock full of resources, many of which we don't even have time to share on the podcast. Uh, There's links, there's the full um, prayers written out, extra litanies, resources for your rhythms and your spiritual rituals and routines. I definitely encourage you to grab those and to, to save them for, for yes, the six weeks, but also as you go on in your life and in your everyday rhythms and routines. So all you have to do is go to sacredordinarydays.com slash join. That's sacredordinarydays.com slash join. We are so thrilled to connect with you. And just so you know, 
Our host of this podcast and the founder of Sacred Ordinary Days, Jen Giles Kemper, has been busy in the podcasting studio talking to so many fascinating people. I get to be behind the scenes as a producer and I've heard these conversations and I'm super, super excited to get to share them with you. So stay tuned for that. And lastly, we're just so grateful for you. We love every message that you send us on Instagram, every time you reach out to us on Facebook or through an email. We couldn't be a community without you. So thank you for trusting us, for inviting us into your lives, whether that's every day with the liturgical planner or whether that's a new follower um, and we're disconnecting on social media. We just love to hear from you. So we're Sacred Ordinary Days on Instagram and Facebook. And you can visit sacredordinarydays.com. Look around in the bookshop. And mostly just thank you. Thank you for praying. Thank you for letting us be a little part of your life as we all are walking toward becoming more holy human, more fully faithful. I'm Kayla Craig, and for all of the people behind the scenes at Sacred Ordinary Days, we're praying for you. We're with you. Thanks for listening.